Podcast. This is what? Here so we don't get fined. Back as your host, as always, every Monday night is the one and only David Cowan. And joining him, the ever-elusive, always funny-looking, Thomas Sarver. How you doing, Thomas? What the heck is that? What what was that? What what, what was what? What what are you goofy? Have you ever have you ever heard goofy? You just sounded hardcore like goofy. No, I was an announcer. Monday, Monday, Monday. Welcome, all you can eat. Shrimp and grits. I won't be there. Gross. Have you ever had grits? Yes, they're disgusting. Grits are gross. I don't. Dude, I was traumatized that one night after Dave and Buster's when we went to Waffle House with Ben and Maddie and Ben got grits with his all-star special. I was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, especially when the other option is hash browns. Yeah, hash browns is one of the best parts of the all-star special. Did you know that for 50 cents you can get double hash browns? Yeah. Also, I'm hold on. Does my goofy or does my announcer voice really sound like goofy? A little bit, dude. I don't think it sounds like goofy. I sound like an announcer. I mean, Hello and welcome back to Monday Night Football. Today, you are seeing the greatest quarterback to ever play. Just add a uh, huh? Peyton Manning. At the end of that, please. You'll you'll hear it. Trust me. What? There's a moth. Don't don't distract from your goofy sports person announcer voice. Listen, it sounds nothing like goofy. I sound like a professional sports announcer. Just just add an uh, uh huh. Like Goofy does. Hello! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Why you gotta do this to me, man? <laughs> hey, I still have a killer stitch, though. Blur punch button! I wish I could do a stitch impression. Does Stitch have to get on the ship? Can Stitch say goodbye first? No. Ohana means family. Anyway, uh, that was our latest special guest, Stitch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hello. Hello. And welcome back. It is me, David, the regular David, not oh. the silly announcer that sounds like Goofy David. Um, first of all, apologies for not putting out a, a, a third episode last week. Yeah. Um, but this time we have someone to blame that's not us. Yeah, exactly. And his name is Christopher. Okay. I thought we were just going to subtweet him. No, it's Chris. I'll, I'll call him out. Okay, okay. But right after I call him out, I'm going to tell him how awesome he is. So, uh, Chris, we were getting ready to record. Like, literally getting ready to record. And Chris called us. Uh, and we talked for like an hour and a half. And then we no longer had time to record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I had somewhere to be for my jab. And then I had to be up at... Uh, I had to go to that game for my kids. Oh, 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 you're, you were saying job, funny, yeah. like, I thought you jab. were saying, I no. had to go get the jab. No, no, uh, one of my, one of my little utes was getting recognized in a special game on Thursday night, and then right after that, I had to go, um, to bed, basically, because I had to get up at 6.30 the next morning. So, um, you can blame Chris. He's the one who caught us off guard. And then life got in the way. We were busy this weekend. Pretty busy this weekend. Yeah. Um, but also, from that phone call with Chris, 
we found out that uh, he thinks I'm right about everything. So uh, that was a fun thing to find out. That's not what he said. Um, it's basically what he said. I mean, that's not what he said. I'm just saying. He said, David, you said this thing and it pissed me off. Then I explained my thing and he's like, I agree with you 100%. So that means you're right about everything? Yep. That's like saying Hitler basically wanted to clean up Europe. That's like that's 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 like that's the leap you're taking. No. That is not the same thing. I mean, no, it's not the same thing. Also, how dare you compare our friend Chris to Hitler? I'm not comparing our friend Chris wow. to Hitler. I'm comparing wow. you to this Hitler. This is why Chris thinks I'm always right and you're not. I, because I don't compare him to Hitler. I didn't compare him to Hitler. You did. No, I didn't. You, you did. No, I didn't. You said Chris equaling me being right all the time is the same as Hitler equaling the desire to clean up Europe. Therefore, no, 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 in no, that no, scenario, no, 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 Chris no, no, no. is Hitler. No, no, no. You compared Chris to Hitler. No. I'm saying... Quit comparing our friends to ruthless, evil dictators responsible for millions of deaths. You know what? I'm sorry. Golly, just, what are you going to do next? You're making, Call Ben Mussolini? You're making me lose my concentration. I mean, jeez. Karl Marx, I mean, Turner is going to get really offended. You got to quit... Calling our friends dictators, Thomas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should be like you. Goodness. I should be like you more and just gas up our friends. You'd be right all the friends. time. I agree. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. We have to have a real serious talk. Okay. <laughs> About what? I can't keep cutting... Your very inappropriate jokes out of our podcast. There wasn't a joke. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that you were No, right. no. Don't repeat it. Don't even... No. Listen, no one's going to hear it. Uh, if they do, they'll get a good chuckle. Let's just move on. Anyway, Chris is the reason we didn't have a pod. Uh, but he also admitted that I'm right all the time. So thank you, Chris, uh, for your admittance. Yeah. And uh, you are not Hitler. Uh, well, you know what I'm thankful for? That was random. The Chris. But also that we could talk about hockey again. It's been a while. What is what is hockey? Ice hockey. Oh, what is ice? Uh, okay, it's uh, water that gets below 32 degrees Fahrenheit or zero degrees Celsius. And it becomes a solid that is rather cold. Is zero degrees the freezing point for Celsius? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's right. No, it's fine. I wasn't a chemistry major for two and a half years. I didn't do formulas, although I could not do those formulas right now. Okay, Mr. Chemistry Major, yesterday you said Kelvin was unique to chemistry, and it's not. I thought it was. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You you throw out... Well, I mean physics. Major. I mean physics, but too. Kelvin is used in a large variety of sciences. You can't prove that. Well, uh, Yeah, but it's the same thing. That's not what you said. Oh, my You said God. Kelvin I think is you a... You said... Me. No, you said, verbatim, Kelvin is a unit of temperature used in chemistry. That doesn't say that it's only chemistry, but it is used in chemistry. 
Next time I will say used in all sciences. Is that is that better? Yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is zero degrees Celsius. There you go. All right, Mr. Chemistry Major, what water do, or what point does water freeze in Kelvin? Oh, geez. Is it 273 Kelvin? If that's right. From your face, I can't tell if that's right or wrong. Can you just say? Why do you know that? I was a chemistry major for a long time. No, 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 no. That's the... Wait. Yeah. The freezing point of water on the Kelvin scale is 273.15 Kelvin. What? That's... Wow. I mean, you know random stuff about the Bible. I'm impressed. I know random stuff about chemistry. Uh, the, I, I make a living out of knowing stuff about the Bible. I could have made a living knowing stuff about but chemistry. But you didn't even finish the major. Okay, and listen. There's a difference. Listen, it's not It's about... been five years since you've been a major. A chemistry major. Yeah. I still have some of my labs. Not intentionally. I'm just saying, it's, still, it's, still Im- it's impressive to me that five years later you have retained that information. There's some stuff, but there's other stuff that's... You want to know why I changed my degree? Because you were too dumb for chemistry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not the case. Uh, no, a little bit, right? Okay, so like, here's what happened, right? I'd been unhappy for a while in my degree. I really liked sports, and I wanted to like do stuff with sports, so I ended up you know, finishing with a sport management degree. But uh, I spent nine hours in the lab... And because of a, like, 15-second delay on something, I had to throw away all nine hours worth of work. Oh, I remember you telling me that. And then I was talking to my professor about it, and he's like, dang, that sucks. I'll give you some extra credit, though, if you can make some prep stuff for the Chem 1 lab. I was like, all right, bro, what do you need made? And then he told me this basic level stuff, and I was like, dude, I have no idea how to make that at all and And, it was meant to be basic yeah and uh i it could it very could it's very possible that it was just like i was so overwhelmed with that 15 second goof that like my brain shut off from like anger you know you know what i'm saying uh as someone who has seen your brain shut off before yeah yeah i just i guess i like just shut down and i was like i can't do anything I'm leaving. And I've then seen your brain day, shut off. I've seen it go completely myopic. I have seen it... I don't know what myopic means, so joke's on you. Like monovision. Myopic is oh, yeah. focused in on one thing. Tunnel yeah. vision, you got blinders on. Yeah, I can get like tele- tunnel when vision very bad. On your phone. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Thomas. And you're like... I'm like, hey, Thomas. And you're like... I'm like, Thomas! And you're like... Yeah, bro. Or we'll be watching a show together that you've seen and I haven't. Mm-hmm. And a major thing happens. And I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Holy cow! And I look over and you're just on your telephone. Didn't pay any attention. No idea what's going on. Yeah. 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 Or like, what time? We were at Ben and Maddie's. Yeah. <laughs> and someone says something to you and you didn't respond. So we all just... And you were on your phone. We all just stopped and stared at you for a solid, like, three minutes. Until you were finally like, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? 
And we all just died laughing. I don't know if you remember that. No. I cannot. I cannot. But hockey. Do you know hockey? Do you remember what that is now? I do. Some some things have happened in hockey, mainly some signings, some re-signings, but we're going to touch on the re-signings. So first off, Tampa Bay, you might have known or might have seen that that roster is not performing to what they were. And once you hit the peak of a mountain, there's really only one place to go, you know, and Tampa Bay has experienced that. I mean, what they won? Two, three cups in a row? Two. Two. They went to three. They went to three. But they and, only won two. And then... The, the heck? What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? I have no idea. What in the world? Whew. That scared the shit out of me. What was it? I don't know. Uh, Maybe... Did, some, did an email come across your laptop or something? Maybe? Oof. It scared me too. Dude, my heart is beating hard. <laughs> what was that? What what time is it right now? 7.49? Yeah, I just got an email. <laughs> oh, man. Let me just go ahead and mute my computer real quick. <laughs> Oh, man. Are we still going? Yeah. Okay. So listen, you guys ever want to freak out me and Thomas, figure out when we're recording and send me an email. Holy cow. Whew. I wouldn't even think to thought to look at that. Good that catch. Was... Thanks. Thanks. I, I hope you don't get another one. That was loud. <laughs> that scared me. All right. All right. I'm assuming you're cutting this. No. Oh, okay. Where's no. for me? I just know I said, a, it in. I said a dirty word. Okay. You've said many a dirty word on this podcast. You can't prove that. I quite literally can. I'd like to see you try. With admissible evidence. With what evidence? Admissible. You can't. No. That was AI. Don't. Thomas. That was chat GPT. What makes you think I. There's a recordings of you saying it. Chat, BD, chat GPT doesn't talk. Okay. That's audio GPT. I don't think that's a thing. That is a thing. Is it? I mean, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Is it? Haven't you heard those like AI covers? You just yeah, need... but it's not audio GBT. Yo, you know what's actually kind of terrifying to think about that I just thought about? Or do you want me to not tell you? I, I was just waiting on you to tell oh, me what okay, it is. Okay, okay. Uh, you can make audio spoofs with like people's that with like someone's voice right uh as long as there's plenty of uh like tape with the amount that we've put up here they could probably do that to either one of yeah. us super easy absolutely they have a bunch of inflections a bunch of words yeah, yeah absolutely they could do that yeah you know what i heard hmm. uh a lot of those scammers scam phone callers yeah a lot of them call you to try to, like, get certain information out of you. Like, they try to get you to sign up for something, and then you give them your information, and then they steal it, right? Yeah. But a lot of them have gotten your information from other things and are calling you to get you to say certain things. 
like they'll ask, Hello, is this Thomas Sarver? To get you to say yes, so they can have your voice, so that they can use that information to call and then use your voice to confirm certain things so they can get access to even more information or money or whatever. Oh, geez. So that's why I don't even answer spam calls. Yeah, I think I'm not going to answer any spam calls anymore. Or I always say, I'll say hello, but then if they if it's like a robot voice that doesn't immediately tell me who they are, I hang up. Also, a long time ago, like a long time ago, uh, the police in Shelby County, which is Memphis, mm-hmm. called me and asked me to donate money. And I did. And now, for probably the last 10 years, once a month I get a phone call from some random police station asking me to send them money. Uh, Yeah, no, I get that same phone call. Yeah. It's a bot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it wasn't a scam, though. Because they, like, they didn't uh, ask me to give money on the phone. They sent me a pledge card. And then with the info on the pledge card, I looked it up, and it was the police station in uh. Shelby County. So, I felt comfortable sending the money. And I sent, like, ten bucks. Wow. But at the time, I was very, very, like, I'm going to help America's finest. So, I did. Fair enough, fair enough. My ten bucks, I'm sure, helped. we got to stop this. Back to hockey. Yeah, yeah we got to get off this topic before <laughs> I say something. Back to hockey. <laughs> so, Tampa Bay, obviously, their championship run has ended. But they signed a key piece, Brandon Hagel, signed to an eight-year deal that pays six and a half mil a year. Didn't they also sign Tanner? Uh, if they did, I must have missed that. Pretty sure they signed Tanner. But, I mean, either way, that's, that's how you build uh, success after achieving success because we know the – how the leagues work a team will win a championship and then they just get picked apart whether it's in free agency or teams trying to bring in some championship caliber on their own uh and the best place to do that is from the reigning champions of tampa course. bay signed tanner Janot to a two-year 2.67 million dollar deal that's a i hate that deal for tanner yeah, yeah. absolutely great deal for tampa yeah. but that's why that's no, because the last time we talked hockey, I said we should put up an offer sheet for Tanner paying him four mil. Yeah, because he deserves it, but no one else is going to pay him four mil. And you're like, Tampa's going to pay him four mil, two point eight seven. Man, yeah, but don't that's you a, wish you knew as much about hockey as me. Yeah, but that's a bridge deal, very similar to Alexi Lafreniere. Who? <laughs> Sorry, I just the, the idea of me knowing more about hockey than you is laughable. Yeah, put that thought on ice. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just I'll go to the penalty box for making that accusation. Yeah, let's just keep skating through this segment. All right, sounds good. All right, all right. Uh, Alexi Lafreniere signed a two-year extension with the New York Rangers. Isn't Lafreniere? Uh, uh, it's it's very uh, dependent, but he, I believe he's from Quebec, so that's the like French Canadian yeah. pronunciation. I'm just trying to like respect. Yeah, but you thought Kirill Kaprizov was Krill. <laughs> Idiot. I don't need your sass right now, okay? I'm trying to talk about hockey. You thought it was also Jimmy Vesey, until we all realized it was Jimmy Vesey. You thought it was Jimmy Vesey, too. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I've always I'm sure, known it was Vesey. I'm sure you do. 
Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is a... Uh, who signed Lafreniere? Lafreniere? Uh, Lafreniere? Alex? The Rangers re-signed. Okay, that's what so I thought. So, two-year okay. bridge deal. Looking like he might be a bust, but hockey can be kind of weird because players will just go from being a bust to being one of the best players in the league just like that. That's what I'm waiting on from Neil Yakupov. Honestly, dude, if the if if Lafreniere, uh, bah. <laughs> this is your segment, dude. You gotta I'm, run with this, I'm, dude. I'm I know, I know, but my my like that like thought train train of thought just derailed. Uh, that train a, of thought just derailed. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. I don't train derailed. Oh, so that train of thought derailed. Isn't that the isn't that just the same? The colloquialism, if you will, right? I mean, train of thought is a colloquialism. Oh, well, thank and you. And so you added derailed, which oh. adds a pun to it. Well, thank you. I definitely did that intentionally. Uh, if I could tell you're the conductor behind these great puns. The ranger... Thank you. Thank you. That's very cool of you to say. You're welcome. Uh, anyways, if... The Rangers can get their former first overall and second overall picks in Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco, respectively, to elevate their game that matches that draft status. This Rangers team is going to be probably the most dangerous team in the league, and I don't think it's going to even be close. Yeah. Now for the big one. Okay, I was literally, I just looked at the notes. Yeah. I was like, does he have... Matthews? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Good. For the big one, Austin Matthews, in a shocking development, signed the biggest AAV deal in NHL history with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's a four year extension. If you don't that, know what AAV means, it means annu- average annual value. Yeah. Uh, four years, 13.25 mil a year. And honestly, I think it's very well deserved. Oh, yeah. I think it's. Not necessarily great for the Maple Leafs. Like, it sounds silly to say, oh, you should not sign the second best player in the league. But, like, the Maple Leafs have backed themselves into a corner in regards to cap space. Because the NHL has a hard cap. Yeah. You know, it's not like the NFL or NBA. Like, it is, you don't go over this cap or there are severe uh, punishments. My question is what like 13.25 million a year is great for Matthews. Yeah. But I I would be willing to bet there are like I don't know 31 other teams that would have given him that deal. Yeah. So absolutely. If you're Austin Matthews, why do you re-sign in Toronto? Also, did you know we pronounced Toronto wrong? How is it pronounced? It's Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. Like the O doesn't exist. I heard this on Two Bears, One Cave. I know what you're thinking. David, it's a couple of fat comedians from America. Yeah. Why would they know? So Tom called a Canadian on the podcast, and he called it Toronto. Then I looked up on YouTube a bunch of different, like, Canadians pronouncing Toronto, and they all say Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. So in Canada... They call it Toronto. Uh, I get a lot of Canadians at my job. That's now going to be my number one question I ask them. But they're also split on the pronunciation of poutine. 
Putin. What, who, what, how, how else would you pronounce it? Putin? Uh, apparently, it's... Putin. Apparently, it's Putin from... Putin making me Putin. Uh, apparently, it's Putin, like, everywhere but Ontario. But in Ontario, it's Putin. Because you put the stuff in the fries. Putin. But that's not how it's spelled. I know. I'm very, I'm very aware. Anyway, Canadians, them, them old Canadians. Yeah. Be funny. Uh, no, but back to Matthews. Yeah. This is kind of uh, confusing for both parties, really. Uh, one, it's confusing because Matthews positioned himself so well. His deal was going to end at his first year of availability being at UFA right as the cap was about to go up. And we know that when you hit the open market, your price tag skyrockets because it's a bidding war. So did he sign the richest deal in NHL history? Sure. Yeah. But it could have, like, it's going to get beat next summer when someone hits the open market with this elevated cap. It could have been him. He could have cemented himself as the highest paid player per year in NHL history for a couple of seasons. And... I don't think he really cares about that. No, but he all he could have done that while also going to a team that is a little better. A little better. See, that's uh, the part that I think is the confusing part. Yeah. And it's not even that Toronto's bad because they they consistently the past few years they make have the made playoffs. It to the playoffs as a high seed. It's that they can't win in the playoffs. Yeah. It's that that entire unit has had nothing but discourse and turmoil in it since the beginning yeah uh they have consistently underwhelmed yeah they've yet to find postseason success and that is a lot of times where you see these high profile athletes not chasing money but chasing the ability to win a championship and so i don't want to say ring chasing that has such a negative kind of uh like right a negative connotation to it um which it's dumb. Why? Everyone wants to win a championship. That's the ultimate goal of the ultimate league right. in the in the world, right? So, like, duh. Man. But that, like, going somewhere where one of two things can happen. Either he can go to a place like Arizona where over the next five years they can build the team around him and try again, or go somewhere like Tampa Bay, who I don't know if they could afford him, to be honest. They could. But go somewhere with a legitimate shot to win a championship next year. Both of those seem to make a lot more sense to me than staying in a place that you've been for five years that hasn't worked. I think it's been longer than five years. Regardless, a long time and it not having worked. I will say, as of right now, there's only one team with the cap space to afford him. And that's Anaheim. However, we talk about how different hockey is from a lot of sports because there's so many players that go into the success or the detriment of a team. There are five players, give or take a few, who their addition or subtraction alone can pull a team from the worst team in the league to a contender. Austin Matthews is one of those players. I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, he scored like 50 goals in 60 games with a fractured wrist. Yeah, but I 
I don't think any single player can take a team in the in the NHL to bottom from bottom five to top five. I mean McDavid. I don't think he can do that. I mean that's... since since McDavid has been in Edmonton, when have they been a legitimate Stanley Cup contender? Not when do they have the opportunity? Because anytime you make yeah. the playoffs, you have the opportunity. But a legitimate like this is the favorite. This team has a legit shot to win. A cup. I got. I I I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I don't. I think hockey is so unique, in the sense that when it comes to, the four bigs mm-hmm. in, the U.S. Yeah. I think it's really the only sport. That adding the best in the league does not automatically make you a better team. Okay, I see what you're or saying. Or not, not a better team, but a legitimate contender. And I guess you could probably argue baseball too, because they have two of the best uh, in Trout and or the Angels have two of the best in Trout and Shohei. Uh, and they still suck. And still suck. Granted, neither one of them okay, have played a full me, season since Shohei came into the let league. Let me redefine but, my statement. Okay, there are a few players in the league who if they left their teams and joined other teams could be the or would be the difference for those teams and here's what i mean by that right uh we'll look at mcdavid and matthews for this example just because they're pretty comparable okay uh not just in their playing level but how much their team relies upon upon them the build of the roster for the most part uh, defense and goaltender are sif- significantly, I don't want to say ignored, but like those are the glaring holes on in those rosters. Yeah. That's not the case for the vast majority of teams. The majority of teams are built more consistently throughout the lineup. So like take, take Anaheim, for example, the current worst team in the league. Uh, they've got a star goalie and John Gibson. They have a really solid defensive older core and younger guys coming up with Jamie Drysdale. And they have a solid supporting cast at forward. It's not at the level of Edmonton's or Toronto's, but the team... What? Toronto. Toronto. But if you take Matthews off of Toronto... Happy. Well done. And throw them on to the Ducks, a team that has defensive pieces already in place, that has a star goaltender already in place. And you have Trevor Zegras as the second-line center with Troy Terry. I mean, like, that team's dangerous. I don't know that I would call John Gibson a superstar goaltender, but... I, I, um, I would call him a top-ten goalie. I think he's gotten a bad rap. This is not John Gibson, but I disagree I think he's gotten a bad rap because of the situation he's been in. Yeah, fair. But also look at L.A. If you threw Matthews on the L.A., that team's instant contender. Because yeah, the team L.A. Is was built... three games out of the playoffs this year? Yeah, yeah. No, but like they're pers- like L.A. is one of those teams that's... Uh, I kind of feel like L.A. is kind of like... The Kings right now are kind of like Kirk Cousins in the NFL. Where it's very... Yeah, they're good, but, like, they're not anything to sniff at, you know? Sneeze at? I don't know. There's disrespect, all right? There's disrespect. But those are... I see are... what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. I, again, 
I think I agree with you. Austin Matthews is the second best player in the NHL. Uh, and I do think there were a number of teams that he could have signed with that would have been, I think, better for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe with a lot of the other turnover that that roster has had, maybe with the coaching turnover uh, or higher-up turnover that that team has had, maybe things are looking a bit different in Toronto for the next few years, but we'll see. Very likely, very likely. Uh, but the last little home stretch is there are players who are quietly being shopped around the league. Uh, we're about a month and a half away from this regular season beginning. And a couple of players that we expected to be on the move still in their original dressing room. Uh, Carter Hart, Connor Hellebuck, and John Gibson are bo- all three goalies that can make a huge difference. And honestly, you would think a team like Edmonton or Toronto would be all over that. But we'll have to wait and see. And then at center, we have Mark Schiefle, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and wing Travis Konecki. Uh, those, I mean, that's a, that's one of the bigger trade block uh, abundances I've seen before in the NHL season, I think, since I've been following the sport. So what are we going to trade for Evgeny Kuznetsov? A third. Done. I think we're going the other direction. But I disagree. I've seen a lot of uh, Kuznetsov to Colorado. Or to Nashville. Hey, listen, dude, I'd be down. I've also seen a lot of Kuznetsov to New York, to Tampa. It looks like he's going to go be sent to a top-level contender. This has nothing to do with anything we just talked about with the exception of hockey. Mm-hmm. But have you and I talked about the new Preds coach? Burnett? I don't think that's his name. Yeah, it's Andrew Burnett. He used Is to play his last for the name team. Burnett? Yeah. You sure? Pretty sure. Anyway, yeah. Have we, what, what are your thoughts? Um, he's he. So this is his first time being a head coach. It's not. It's not? Are you sure? I thought he was an assistant at Florida and New Jersey. Yeah, but he was the interim head coach for 75 games in Florida when they won the President's Trophy. Oh. Wait, no. He was the interim head coach for 75 games when they won the President's Trophy. I thought Quinville stepped down like 75 games into the season. I'll look it up. Uh, Continue your thoughts. He used to play for the Preds, so that's an easy fan favorite hire. He was on that original Preds team, I believe. It is Andrew Burnett, by the way. You are correct. Uh, he's had success everywhere he's gone and been an assistant coach, possibly a head coach, pending you know what you find. Uh, I think I think it's a good hire. I think it's one of the, I think it's a low risk hire. You know what I say or what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, when you hire a head coach from a team after that head coach was very recently fired. I think you're kind of leaving yourself open there because why would you want to hire someone that a team worse than you fired? You know what I'm saying? And that's specifically referring to John Hines. But with this guy, if it doesn't work, you can all it's optically it's better for the GM because you're taking a shot in the dark. Uh, October, October 29th, 2021, Brunette was named the interim head coach. Oh, well, I love that signing then. Yeah. See, that's my thing. I like it a lot. Because in 2021, the uh, the Jersey, 
the Jersey Devils, the new Jersey Devils, were one of the worst teams in the NHL. Yeah. Right? And while Andrew Burnett is coaching one of the worst franchises in the NHL, not teams per se, but franchises in the Florida Panthers, to the uh, President's Trophy, as in the best record in the entire NHL, for 90% of the season, the Devils are one of the worst teams in all of hockey that season. Then he comes on as an assistant, and suddenly they're a top five team in the NHL. So he has the best team in the NHL, and then as assistant, the top five team in the NHL. Both of these teams, prior to him, were not great teams. And for New Jersey, you could say a very bad team. Yeah. And with not a lot of roster turnover, both of these teams were contenders. Yeah. Made it through the first round of the playoffs. Won a President's Trophy, uh, fifth in the fourth or fifth in the NHL. Like, and this is what not phenomenal. Florida's well, roster was pretty good. Florida's roster was pretty good. I would, I would. But you're not going to agree with this. I would say that both those rosters had more talent on them than ours did at the end of the season, before. Duchesne and Johansson left. It was raw You're talent. Right. I definitely don't agree with that. It was raw talent, but like I would say that both those teams and name, not name power, but just like I said, talent. Like, You're right. I definitely disagree with that. But here's my thing. We have a lot of young guys who the last 40 games of the season last year. They looked pretty good. Played really well. Yeah. Like really well. And we still have Philip Forsberg. And we still have the best defenseman in the NHL. And we still have a guy. Roman Yossi's the best defenseman in the NHL. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Cole McCarkin, or Kale McCarkin, suck it. I mean, he's a top five defenseman in the NHL. He's a top three, bare minimum. I don't know. Name name me four defensemen better than Roman Yossi. Uh, Kale McCarr. Disagree. That's I don't. Incorrect. I agree. You're right, but I disagree. Uh, Adam Fox. Disagree. Disagree with that one outright. Okay. Legitimately uh, disagree with that one. Okay. Um, Slavin. Jacob Slavin. Definitely disagree with that what one. What do you mean you disagree with that one? Definitely disagree with that one. How? I can see an argument for Adam Fox because the man just won the Norris. I'll give you. I can give you an argument for Adam Fox, but I disagree. I 100% disagree with Jacob Slavin. He's fine. He's good. He's a top seven, but better than Roman Yossi? Incorrect. I will give you. Moving on. I will let you remove one of those, but the other one has to go through. You can't say he's better than both. I can, and I will. But if I have to keep one, I'll keep Adam Fox. But Roman Yossi's better than Adam Fox. Adam Fox. Uh, Miro Heiskanen. Adam Fox has had exactly one better season than Roman Yossi. Also false. Adam Fox is, like, way younger than Roman Yossi. Okay. So if he's had... Oh, 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 oh. You were saying, like, since, one specific let's just say, season. Let's just say since Adam Fox has been in the league. He's had one better season than Roman Yossi. I mean, Adam... And it was last season when our team was garbage. I mean that was that wasn't even better than the season before for Adam Fox. His numbers were worse. And Romans were better the season before. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, but the the Roman like that's that was a that was a flash in the pan performance. Last year across, Roman had like 80 points. Acro- I'm just, I'm saying across the roster. 
Uh, Roman Yossi is is definitely older. Like I'm not saying if you if I'm starting a franchise and I had an expansion pick and both those guys were op- options, I yeah. would take Roman. I'm not saying that. But right now in the NHL skill level, in three years, yes, Adam Fox is going to be better than Roman Yossi because of how much younger he is, because he's just getting better. Like, yes. Okay. But I'm saying right now, Roman Yossi is a top three minimum, two, really, behind only Kale McCarr, defenseman. What about, what about Victor Hedman? Victor Hedman's fallen off, dude. Is he? Yeah, he's not been the same guy the last two seasons. He's still been great. He has still been great, but he has not been the same guy the last two seasons. I mean, I think that might just be the tint of Tampa Bay being so dominant and then them not outright winning the Stanley Cup anymore, you know? Maybe. Maybe. I am Uh, much more comfortable putting Victor Hedman over than I am Adam Fox. Okay. Miro Heiskanen. No. No. Heiskanen's great. Gonna be great. Heiskanen's already elite. Gonna be even better. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I I think it's the same with Adam Fox. I think both of them are, are kind of the same player. They're both young. They're both going to be phenomenal in three years from now. They're going to end their careers as better defensemen than Roman Yossi. But right now, just in, in, in the opening night, October of 2023, Roman Yossi is a better defenseman than Adam Fox or Miro Heiskanen or Jacob Slavin. Okay, well, I have the NHL's most recent top 20 defensemen. Okay, let's not act like that's an accurate list. Uh, I, okay, if you don't want to act like it's not an accurate list, that's fine with me. Jalen Hurts was... Oh, I mean, it's very accurate. What is? Where's Roman on the list? Third. <laughs> Who's above him? Uh, Hedman and McCarr. See, and, and that's really the only two people I'm okay with being ahead of him. I really... I think Yossi is better than Hedman, no but way. I'm fine with... Hedman being above him, I think they're interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- they bring different things. Yeah, the, like, and, and Cal McCart is just undeniably he the best brings defenseman. everything. Yeah, he's undeniably yeah. the best defenseman in the NHL. But would you like to hear the rest of the list? Uh, sure. There's some there's some interesting ones. Number four is Adam Fox of the New York Rangers. Okay, I'm fine with that. Number five, Charlie McAvoy. I sleep, dude. Char- I don't know about that. Charlie McAvoy's that dog when uh, he's in. He's he's like a he's a slower but bigger Macar. And what I mean by that is he brings his presence is felt on all two hundred feet of the ice. Well, I will say he is a much more standard, stereotypical '90s defenseman. Yeah. I think. So he, I guess I can see that he kind of gives me like a faster Shea Weber vibe. With not the power behind the shot, but more accuracy. Oh, I miss watching Shea Weber play hockey. Uh, number six is wild. Chris Letang. This is an audio medium, so you guys can't see the face I just made. <laughs> but he's wow. he's good. But like I don't I don't think he's sixth best in the league. Yeah, that's aggressive, that's a lot. dude. Yeah. Oh man, that's a lot. Like 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 he's like. He's especially good for how old he is because he's 36 and he's still playing after suffering multiple strokes. Like, this guy's career is insane and his uh, resolve is ridiculous. But sixth best in the league, that's a that's a tough, 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 tough ranking. Yeah. Uh, se- seventh, Aaron Ekblad. 
I do think Aaron Ekblad is slept on. I think he flies right under the radar. I think Aaron Ekblad is slept on. To be honest, dude, I'm kind of surprised that they even ranked him in the top 10. Because that's a very easy name to throw out at like 12, you know? Yeah. Uh, Eight, also an interesting name, Devon Tays. I don't know who that is. Defenseman for the Colorado Avalanche. Is it really Delvon and not Devin? Yeah. It's either... Like, I know one of them has a silly pronunciation of either the first name or the last name, but I'm pretty sure the last name is Taze. Sure, it's not Toes? I'm very very positive it's not Toes. Uh, No, I was thinking Devin Taze. So when you said Devon, that's why it threw me off. I do know who... Yeah. Devon Taze is. I just didn't know it was pronounced Devon. I, I, and it could not be, but I'm pretty sure one of those two names has a whack pronunciation. Gotcha. Uh, nine, John Carlson from the Washington Capitals. Now, that's kind of a fall from grace. Yeah. Because, like, what, two years ago, the top three was unquestioned Carlson, Hedman, Riosi. Yeah. Interchangeable, but nonetheless, like... Uh, I don't know if that's just with Washington starting to not be Washington. Like, they weren't well, ever really contenders per se, but they were always threatening. I saw a video exposing John Carlson last year, though. Yeah. Uh, and it was basically like, yes, he scores a lot of points, which looks great for a defenseman. But let me show you all of these holes in his game. And they show, I mean, it was like a 20-minute video of just clips from that season of things that he's missed. Like, yeah. assignments that he's dropped, this, that, and the other. That it's just, like, defensively, he's not as good as we think he is because of how many points he scores, which is crazy for a defenseman. Yeah. And it made me look at him a little bit differently. I can, I can see that because before, like, John Carlson kind of came out of nowhere as a top defenseman. Or a perceived top defenseman. Like, we saw him and we were like, you're good, but you're just good. Yeah. Like, you're a top-line well, that was, that was always my problem with P.K. Subban. Yeah. Like, he was great offensively and with puck movement, but, like, on the defensive side of the puck, he left things wide open. And, yeah. again, I've said this a hundred times, I'll say it again. I screamed and I hated and I was mad at P.K. when he was on the Preds. I would have him back in a heartbeat because oh, he did something to this team. He just like, has that spark. He brought an energy. He made, like, even if he's being disappointing, he's making everyone around him better. Yeah. I don't know how he did it, but he did it, and I want it back. Magic. <laughs> Do what? Magic. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, John Carlson, nine. I don't hate it. It's just yeah. kind of wild. Listen, we're at 46 minutes. We should fly through this list. Okay, okay. 11, Moritz Sider. Defenseman. He's a German defenseman from Detroit. He won the Calder two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew I'd recognize him. Okay. So yeah. he picked up a lot of steam his first year, but the second year was a little. He took. It's almost like he took a step back, but he's on a bad team. Yeah. So. Wasn't that when Juneau finished like sixth in Calder voting? Yeah. Because I remember I was like, so is Calder one of the Juneau? And you were like, no, it's probably the Cider Kid. And I was like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I remember. Yeah, I think he's gonna. Ha- I think he's gonna be a player to watch this year. I think he could okay. fly up because okay. Detroit has sneakily gotten dangerous. Yeah. Detroit, man. Detroit sports. What are you doing? They're all of them are like, hey, we're a garbage can. We're gonna keep being garbage cans. Don't don't pay attention to us. And, and now suddenly, our, now suddenly the... it's like, hey, we're gonna win our division this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, 12, Quinn Hughes from Vancouver. 
12, man. Yeah, he gets, like, it's the same thing as Cider, but a little, there's less leash because of how long he's been in the league. And really, Vancouver has just been disappointing for so long. Yeah. I mean, that that's a team that in a way is kind of like the Vikings if the Vikings didn't make the playoffs ever. They have all these yeah. top-end talent, all these exciting pieces, but for some reason it just doesn't gel. Yeah, I got you. Um 13 Jacob Slavin, Slavin from Carolina. See, when you said above Roman, I was like that doesn't sound right. That sounds right. I I apparently I'm just remembering cherry fields when it comes to slaving well i also just think that like because carolina has been so good the last few years oh it's like the we, inverse of the yeah. quinn hughes thing like match up sebastian ajo with the best four like i would say sebastian ajo is the top five forward in the league but then if you look at like forwards he's not like yeah. he seems like he should be because he's great and yeah. that's not me trying to this is nothing against sebastian ajo but he's not as good as we think he is because that whole team is just so deep right. and so good. We I would think say, they're better than they are. I would say Sebastian Ajo is a top five two-way forward center. That That's, seems like a lot of stipulations on that. What do you mean? There's only like there's only like two two filters on that statement. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. You gonna look at me and tell me I'm wrong, bro? Her she sister. came down in a bubble, dude. Her sister was the Her wicked sister. witch of the East, bro. Are you going to sit here and tell me that I'm wrong, bro? <laughs> uh, anyway. 14, Morgan Riley from the Toronto Maple Leafs. I Toronto. don't like this placement. Yeah. Did That's you just high. Did you just correct me again? No. You didn't just say Toronto? No. Okay. 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 I think this is biased because he plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Toronto market is just so big. Uh, but yeah, that's way too high. Yeah, like he's a, he's a really good, but I don't know that he's yeah. top twenty. You know, yeah. I think he's kind of in that same bubble that I was referencing John Carlson in, where like he's top. He's a good, like he's a top line defenseman, but I don't know that he'd be the number one guy on a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, 15, Shea Theodore, Vegas Golden Knights. That makes Knights. sense. I kind of forgot about Shea yeah. Theodore. I think Te- I take Theodore over Riley any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, he was, they picked him from Washington in that expansion draft. Stanley Cup champion, Shea Theodore. Absolutely. Uh, 16, Zach Werneski. I get the low placement. I know who that is, but who Columbus. is Columbus. Columbus, that's right. Uh, he kind of ushered in this, uh, this little pop and hockey development that michigan has been going through recently zach Werneski was the first of the to usher in the ncaa wave of yeah. hockey uh he's really good he's a bit he's gotten a bit slower but that's not necessarily a bad thing you know uh i think he's getting a little hated on on this list because he missed like 71 games last year due to a broken Dang. collarbone yeah that's a yeah. lot yeah no it absolutely it absolutely is 17 drew dowdy Mm-hmm. L.A. Kings, long-time star in the NHL. Yeah, if he wasn't 58 years old, he'd be a lot higher on the list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 18, Rasmus Dahlin, former first overall pick. Tell with me the... he doesn't sound like an old Mexican painter. I can see it, but he's actually uh, Swedish, Whatever. I think. Uh, anyways, he looked like he was going to be a bust, but when they brought in Owen Power, also from Michigan, uh 
that I guess just like less pressure was taken or more pressure was taken off him. He was able to play less minutes but more crucial minutes and he's yeah. really flourished with this bigger support system in place. Uh, 19 Alex Petrangelo with the Vegas Golden Knights and 20 Brent Burns with the Carolina Hurricanes. Was there no Miro Heiskanen on that list? Mm-mm. I don't remember saying Miro Heiskanen. That's disrespectful. You didn't say Miro Heiskanen. Also, Brent Burns is... There's also no Jamie Drysdale on there. Brent Burns is kind of old. Yeah, he's like uh, 44. No, that was his assist. No, Joe Thornton's 44. He's 37. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the NHL's top 20 defensemen, if you will. Anyway, Any I don't know on? how we got... Oh, I know how, but... This was supposed to be a much shorter segment. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. We're not going to get to everything else we had. Yeah, no. But that's okay. Hey, next episode, already figured out. <laughs> I do feel like we should at least mention yeah. these things. Yeah. Because they're pretty big things. So one, if you didn't know... Uh, Joey Bosa has still not reported to camp, a which lot is of pretty people. crazy. It's kind of crazy that no one's talking about it. No one's talking about it because, like, Kyle Shanahan has just done so well with Nick that Bosa. team. Nick Bosa, I'm sorry. Has just done, son, done so well with that team that, like, I think people just have this unwavering trust that you do not often have with coaches. Right. Like, oh, the coach said this, but we don't believe him. But it's like Kyle Shanahan says this. This guy's got it, right? Yeah. And he said when this first started, when he first, because I remember when he first announced he was holding out, um, Shanahan was like, it's all good. It's going to get taken care of. And no one has said a word about it since. But it is still relevant. So we'll talk about that and what that could mean for the San Francisco defense. As well as the potential market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I imagine he's going to set it. Yeah. Uh, Reportedly, he wants over $34 million a year. I mean, it's one of those things that's like as quarterbacks get paid higher and higher. So the people, else, yeah. Well, the, especially the people tasked with protecting them and going after them. Yeah. You know? Uh, but also, Corey Davis retiring from the NFL shockingly after six seasons. 28 years old. Former number five overall pick from Western Michigan. Tennessee Titan. Turned New York Jet. Full-time bust. Massive disappointment. Turned retiree. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about why that's a bit confusing, especially given the context around that New York Jets team. But also kind of understandable. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, Corey Davis is retiring. Uh, Isaiah Simmons traded from the Cardinals to the Giants. For a seventh. Can he... Reshape his career? Yeah. Have a resurgence in the NFL? He's been pretty much a bust since he came into the league, right? Yeah. I wouldn't even call him a bust, just very disappointing. Like I would say more he's underutilized. Yeah. And what I mean by that is he's kind of... It's actually really ironic when you think about the fact... Isn't it ironic? That uh, the Giants just basically acquired the newest Jabril Peppers after they traded... Jabril Peppers. But I would argue a lot more potential than Jabril Peppers. Yes, 
Uh, I think Jabril Peppers was better suited for a secondary role, and I think Simmons is more suited for a linebacker I should also say right now more potential than Jabril Peppers. I think when when Jabril Peppers came in the league, he had all the potential in the world. Yeah. Uh, And so, like, I'm not saying at this same point in his career they didn't have the same potential, but I think right now, like, Jabril Peppers is is who he is. He's not. Yeah, I mean, he's a solid. Yeah guy like he's a guy who a lot who who will hold a starting job for years yeah but he he's not his job's never going to be safe if a certain player falls in a draft or whatever you and know? that's also why i didn't want to call isaiah simmons a bust is because i feel like he's also he's fine he's solid he's yeah. not been a horrible player no but what they thought he would be but again i think it comes down to like they haven't used him properly or or um what's the word they haven't used his versatility, uh, which I think Wink Martindale and the New York Giants already very good defense could could really do with Isaiah. I Simmons. think honestly, I I think teams get super tied into the fact of like we have this pseudo gadget player on defense. Let's use him as a gadget player and throw him everywhere because that's what happened yep. with Minka Fitzpatrick in Miami. And that was one thing he said he hated was because he basically had to do twice the prep or three yeah. times the prep. And I almost wonder, like, yeah, it's great to have that guy in a pinch, but we don't need to use him like we're in a pinch at all times. Yeah. You know? It's a, it's a great change. Like throw, like, throw him at a different position one or two snaps a game, but I wouldn't be rotating him super frequently. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what happens because that Giants defense has a couple of interesting pieces on it. A couple of pieces that have been, quote-unquote, disappointing with their drafted teams. But now they're getting a new start with a team that has a very weird ceiling and a weird floor. So there's a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, a former third overall pick quarterback was recently traded. Not just a third overall pick. Our third overall pick that a franchise sold the freaking farm to trade up to take yeah. at three overall. So let me ask you, Thomas. Oh, Trey Lance was yeah. traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. A fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. So now that we know his next spot, mm-hmm. his time in San Francisco is done and over with. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say that this is the worst trade-up in draft history? Mitch Trubisky. They didn't give up that much to get Mitch Trubisky. And when I say they didn't give up that much, I don't um, mean they didn't give up a lot. They did. I mean as much as San I Francisco. I would say, no, I, I would say that there's a couple that still have it, have it beat. I mean, look at uh, the Saints tra- trading every pick they have to move up like six spots. For Ricky Williams, like Ricky, Ricky Williams, Williams was, was he was, but like it wasn't worth the trade. Like they I would traded. say that was a worse trade. I don't know. Here's my thing though: San Francisco traded all those, and we'll get deeper into this and say exactly what all they gave up. But all that they gave up for a guy who started eight games for them, Trey Lance started eight games, played in eight games for them. Oh. I got I it's. It's just such a weird position because we weren't ready for... Like, if Trey Lance 
doesn't get hurt last year and he plays the whole season. And I think we can do I think we can infer that he would have had a good season in that system. Can we? Why are you looking at me like he's Nathan Peterman? Because he's a bad quarterback. You haven't seen enough. I, listen, but you haven't seen enough to say we can infer that either. I mean, like I, Trey Lance has literally less than 500 pass attempts since his high school se- his senior season in high school. Yes, but no one has seen enough. But, he hasn't played legitimate football for a consistent basis since 2019. Right, but. Tell me the la- tell me the last quarterback who did not find success in a Kyle Shanahan system. Yeah, he's played eight games. You, uh, you know what I'm saying? The last quarterback who didn't have success in a Kyle Shanahan system. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G was good. He, for one season. I mean, he just wasn't available, though. Jimmy G was Jimmy G. But listen, we're going to spoil the whole next episode if we yeah, keep we going. So, I don't know which talking point you're most excited for next next episode he started four games played an eight yes he's two and two okay trey lance yeah and bad i don't know which talking point you're most excited for in the next episode i don't know if you have hope in something like thomas has hope in trey lance you should uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm a Smack David. I don't know about you, but uh, Thomas is dumb. Now, listen, uh, Thomas. Listen, here's listen. the thing. Let's let's just be honest for a second. Okay, let's be honest. If you did not find this diamond in the rough at Boise State, not Boise or State. North Dakota State, yeah, before he came into the league, okay. You said before, hey, this Trey Lance kid is going to be pretty good in the league. He just played this whole season, didn't throw a single pick, whatever. He threw two. Whatever. Point is, you're like, this guy is going to be good. That's the only reason you're still holding on to this Trey Lance thing. It's because you don't want to admit you're wrong yet. If you had never heard of him, and then suddenly he's drafted, and then you look him up and you see all the exact same things you did... You would not be this defensive or apologetic for Trey Lance. I'm just not ready to throw the towel in on someone we've only seen start four games. I'm ready to throw the towel in on someone who has thrown less than 500 passes in five years. Okay, well, what about Kurt Warner? What about Kurt Warner? He threw less than 500 passes in five years, and he was still fantastic. What? He played professional football before coming to the U.S.? Or before playing uh, in the NFL. Okay, and if Trey Lance was And he was a starter in college. I get... So was Trey Lance. For one season. Technically two seasons. The second one got canceled. If Trey Lance wasn't in the NFL, I guarantee you he would be in the CFL or the XFL. Which would ver- which would qualify as professional football leagues. Okay. I'm just but saying... he's not. Okay, listen, I'm just not ready to throw the towel in on a player that we've only seen four games from. Also, Kurt Warner's overrated. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. But I know, and I understand that it's very likely that we're not going to see him play 12 games in his career. But if he gets the opportunity, I think he's going to be really good. I think he's just got to get the opportunity. Here's the real question. 
Who has a history of being right about quarterbacks and who doesn't? Oh, someone's sounding a little pompous. When it comes to quarterbacks, I'm pretty good. One person validates your beliefs and you just... Hey, you were that person. You were that... I, no, it wasn't. It, it was, was uh, Chris. Was it Turner or Chris? It was Chris. Chris. Because I'm right. Like, I am more often than not right about quarterbacks. You are. You are. But you're not always right. But I am usually right. That usually is not always. That's fair. But listen, I don't know how I'm going to sign off this pod anymore. I don't know. The square root of pi. I already. I. I we already did the thing. We. I don't. I don't know if we can do the thing again. What if I just like cut it off? Like mid. Like mid.